joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners, dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities, we'd love to greet you in the name of the Supreme Anger. I know why I've greeted you in the name of the anger. You are going to understand as we go forward. Moses, without the Supreme Anger, his body was going to be profaned because Michael, who was sent by heaven, was in was at war with the devil who resisted him ferociously. And Michael did not find a way out. And he used what I am teaching you today. May the Lord rebuke you he turned to the anger of God that was going to repress the enemy. He called upon the anger of the Lord and I'd love to help you so that you may use this weapon that is very efficient, the anger of the Lord in order to take you out of messes where the devil is resisting you. I'm thinking about the temptation of Jesus in the desert where the devil was uh, obstinate to tempt Jesus without end. But what I'm going to teach you today will help you. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. And Satan obeyed to his command as it was in the case of Michael. May the Lord rebuke you. Michael called upon the anger of the creator of the devil in order to end the hostilities of the devil. And Jesus also used the same weapon. Satan resisted him after 40 days and 40 nights of fasting and prayer. In the face of this pride and stubbornness, he needed this anger. That's what I, I greeted you in the name of the supreme anger. Get behind me, Satan. And Satan heard the voice of anger. There are times when Satan does not listen to your reflections and your approaches. May you use the anger of God. Michael is not just any kind of angel, but he's a warrior. But in order to free the body of Moses, this mission was failing. Michael did not address the enemy in an insulting manner, but he called upon the anger of the Lord. I'm thinking about the early church in the face of threats of death. Follow me well, church. Them too called upon the anger of the Lord. And it came, it will come. Follow me well. What did the apostles ask? They said, see their threats. They accused the enemy so that the Lord, master of heavens and earth, should intervene. 
them to, in an indirect manner, called upon the anger. And what does the Bible say? The place where they were standing was shaken. It is because God was angry. It was not just the place shaking. It was the one behind the threat that the Jews were making that was shaken. Dear church, may you learn to make this prayer that I'm teaching you. Jesus made this prayer. Get behind me, Satan. Michael also made this prayer. May the Lord rebuke you. And Jesus was answered. And Michael was answered. And I'm thinking about the church. In the face of the danger of death, they raised their voices together. There too, they caught upon the anger of the Lord. In the face of the danger, they said, Lord, see their threats of death. And God answered by anger. That is why I greeted you in the name of the supreme anger. It will help you in your situations that are most complicated here on earth. And what does the Bible say? The place where they were standing was shaken. Hallelujah. Is God just finding pleasure in making a building to shake? His anger made hell to shake. The song says, See how begins to shake. For the Holy Spirit is in the universe. The anger of the Holy Spirit. That is why I greeted you in the name of the supreme anger. Let me go forward. The topic that I'm going to speak to you on today is entitled, The War After the War of the Lamb. Follow me well. I'd love that those who read the word should read the word of God in the right manner. The war after the war of the Lamb. The cross was a war, a war of the Lamb. But after the cross, there was another war. Follow me well. And that war and this war after the cross called upon the supreme anger. Let me go to the book of Revelation. Do you know that the war that Jesus endured at the cross was the war against the spirit of rebellion? I'm going to read Revelation chapter 5. I read from verse 2 to verse 9. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to lose its seals? And no one in heaven. This is terrible, and no one in heaven, nor on earth, or under the earth, was able to open the scroll or to look at it. No one, not Michael, not Gabriel, not the 24 elders, not the four living beings, no one in heaven, and on earth, no one, and under the earth, no one. Now, in such a situation, the friend of Jesus began to cry. Verse 4. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. A funeral of the man of God in the face of a situation that had no solution. 
John was crying before God, just like Jesus himself cried at the cross, Eli, Eli, Nasabakhtani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus cried. Jesus cried. Learn to cry. God is sensitive. When you are crying, in order to find solutions, not when, not when you cry because of defeat, but when you cry to find solutions, it is said in Joah, let the priests, the families, the children all cry. Cry. There is a power in mourning. God says, he who in the days of his flesh presented prayers with loud cries to the one who could save him from death, even though he was son, he was Heard because of his godliness. You children of God are crying for useless things like babies who cry for sweets. Cry for essential things. This is what we see in verse 4 with John. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Hallelujah. Behold. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to lose its seven seals. And I saw, I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. The Bible says, Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah has overcome. Listen to me. He, and he went forward. It was victory over what and with what. That is what I, I spoken to you about. The war after the war of the Lamb. The one that overcame was a Lamb that was slain. He did not use. He did not use anger here. The Bible says, He who was threatened did not return threats. Jesus at the cross did not return what was done against him. What did Jesus overcome? It is because before the cross, He said this word The prince of this world is coming, but He has nothing in me, hallelujah and hallelujah. There was nothing in him. Follow me well. The prince of this world who came against Jesus wanted to incite in Jesus. Listen to me well. A spirit of rebellion in Jesus. And that is what Jesus overcame by the cross. I'm going to read it in Ephesians. Follow me well. I'll read a lot today in order to help you to understand me. The war after the war of the Lamb. In Ephesians chapter 2, the one who went towards the throne, the one, the one who went against the Son of God. What did he use to fight against the Son of God? He used a spirit of rebellion. He wanted to incite Jesus to rebellion through suffering. And Jesus was like a lamb that was 
being led to butchery, but the devil was trying to incite rebellion in Jesus by imposing on him sufferings. The same things that he tried to do with the ancestor of Jesus, Job. He certain said about Job, saying, if you touch his life, he will curse you in the face. But he did not know that Job was a righteous man turning away from evil, turning away from a spirit of rebellion. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1 to 2. You were dead in... And you made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. The prince who came against Jesus was trying to incite in the heart of Jesus a spirit of rebellion. Follow me well. These are the things that the Lord taught me and I'm teaching them to you. He wanted to lead Jesus to rebel in the same way he wanted to lead Job to rebel against God through suffering. But Job was a, a mute lamb that was used to suffering. Satan used the highest level of the spirit of rebellion that he had never used against the heaven, the earth, or under the earth. These words touched me deeply. What Satan used in order to incite the angels to rebel against God and to become demons was not the same level of rebellion that he used against Jesus. What he used against Jesus was a level of rebellion that he had never used anywhere. That is why we read that there was no one who was able to open the book or to lose its seals. It was a level of rebellion that had not been experienced in the heaven, on the earth, or under the earth. And these things lead me to tears. The level of rebellion that Jesus experienced had never been experienced. It was not the same level of rebellion that was used against the angels. When Jesus says, the prince of this world is coming, but there's nothing of him in me, he was speaking about the spirit of rebellion. These are the things that the Lord taught me and they are found in Scripture. The level, the level of rebellion used against Jesus was not used against angels. We'll understand these things when we go to heaven. But Jesus overcame. When the Bible says the Lion of the tribe of Judah overcame, he overcame the supreme spirit of rebellion that Gabriel, Michael, and the angels were not able to overcome. So you, the people of the earth, God is merciful towards you. The Bible says all the temptations that, that you endured are human. God did not allow that you be tempted beyond your strength. God knows the human level. But the angelic level of temptation was higher than that of human beings. But the one of Jesus was higher than that of angels and human beings. Because no one could face the, the level of the spirit of rebellion without rebelling like the one Jesus experienced. 
their levels of rebellion. Satan used his highest level of the spirit of rebellion to incite Jesus to rebellion. But Jesus remained constant and faithful like his ancestor Job. It was not an easy matter. If you listen to the prayer of Jesus, his eloquent prayer, Jesus ends the battle against the prince of the power of air, the spirit of rebellion. Jesus finishes the battle against the prince of the power of the air with the spirit of submission. When he finished the battle at the cross, how did he give up his life, his breath? He says, Father, Father, into your hands I lay my spirit. He remained submitted to his Father. It was victory. When we say, the lion of the tribe of Judah has overcome. It says, I saw in the midst of the throne a, a lamb that was like slain. Jesus gave up his breath. All the angels were watching him. They knew that that level of rebellion was impossible to overcome. These angels saw it. But when he overcame, who were the first to testify about it? It is these these superior beings of heaven. When John was crying, one of the elders said to him, do not weep for the lion of the tribe of Judah has overcome. I believe when this declaration was made, they were clapping in the heavens and they sang in honor of the overcomer of the spirit of rebellion at a high degree. When I was reading Revelations chapter 5, the Bible says it was not found in heaven or not under the earth someone who could open the book and lose its skills. Why was it no one found? Because the condition was victory over the spirit of, of, of rebellion in order to take the book and to lose its skills. It says, I saw a lamb as though it was slain, and he overcame the spirit of rebellion by his death, by his death. I am thinking about this. I am thinking about this. I love a song that says, until death we will be faithful to you. Until death you will be our king. Under your banner you call us, we will die there fighting the battles of faith. He overcame he destroyed by his death he destroyed the one who has the power of death and the battle was finished and the holy spirit sounded the end of the battle he lifted the right hand of jesus presented him to the universe as the overcomer of the spirit of rebellion there is no spirit of rebellion that can stand before the cross of Jesus. Hallelujah. He disarmed principalities and authorities and he made of them a public spectacle by triumphing over them by the cross. He defeated them. That is the war that I'm speaking about. The war after the war. That first war that could only be overcome by the spirit of submission. And that is what James said, submit to the Lord, resist the devil, and he will flee far from you. Hey, hey. He knows how to run away by the spirit of submission. And the prayer of Jesus is so eloquent. 
because he ended there. The lion of the tribe of Judah has overcome. It was a battle. Let's go forward. I want you to follow me attentively. Now, in my topic, the war after the war of the Lamb. What war is this? People think that when Jesus finished the war at the cross, it was finished and he was not fighting anymore. No, no, no. Listen to me, church. It is just that after the cross, the weapons that were being used changed. It was no longer the cross. Jesus died once and for all, but the war was going to continue. People think that when Jesus was resurrected and it was over and he seated in heaven, not fighting and they are singing for him, glory to God, hallelujah. He has entered into a battle with another means in order to overcome the enemies. The Bible says, I wanted to read revelations for you. The Bible says, the one who overcame the spirit of rebellion, the line of the tribe of Judah, he stood and he went to take the book and the seven seals. He could take the book and to read it. What was this book? What was in this book? Listen to me. In this book, we are going to understand by revelation. It was the book of the supreme anger of God. It was given to Jesus, the book of the supreme anger. People think that in heaven, there are books, there are books. The, the, the book of anger is the spirit of God. And it is at that moment that the victory was proclaimed after or by the anger. Let's read in, Re in Revelation chapter 6 because, because Revelation 5 shows us victory by submission. And in Revelation 6, uh, another war begins. He, he is given a crown. What was his crown? It was the anger. The Lamb, Jesus, was crowned with a spirit of victory. In Revelation chapter 6, verse 2, 1 and 2. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, come and see. And I looked and behold a white horse, that is war. And he who sat on it had a bow and a crown was given to him. And he went out conquering and to conquer. Hallelujah and hallelujah. He received a crown of victory. The the anger of God. Listen to me. The same anger that Michael used when he fell before the enemy. He turned towards the anger of the Creator. He said, May the Lord rebuke you. Hey, hey. And that is why it is said here, He went, he went out conquering and to conquer. He was crowned with the anger of God against evil. We're going to go quickly. Chapter 6, verse 12. Follow me well, so that you may see that the Lamb 
who overcame is still at war even after the, the victory of the cross. Verse 12 to 17 of Revelation 6, I looked when he opened the sixth seal. What was in this seal? And behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as a sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its, its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up and every mountain and islands was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave, every free man, hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Jesus receives the crown of anger. This is awesome. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? Who can stand? He received the gift of anger in order to continue the war, not by suffering this time, but by anger. It was an anger before which the devil can stand, before which the devil cannot stand. The Bible says, who can stand before the wrath of the Lamb? I say today, who can stand before the wrath of the Lamb? Is it Satan himself? Is it demons? Is it authority? Is it principalities? Is it dominions? Who is able to stand before this anger? May you receive this grace after the confrontation, the battles, where he used, if he used the spirit of submission in order to overcome the spirit of rebellion. And here in the war, he uses the wrath of his father, the resurrected one received from his father this grace. The time will allow me to go faster. It is an anger that Moses also used in the war that he needed to face. He to receive this crown, the wrath of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He receives the revelation of the burning bush. It was the anger of God against Pharaoh, his magic and witchcraft. Received this grace for war. When Moses received this wrath of God, it was finished. Moses was baptized in this grace. Received, received the burning bush by grace. And Jesus, what his ancestor received for work, he too received it. And I would love to say to you that this anger knows how to make demonic organizations to pay. I read in Revelation 6 verse 12, and I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake. Can you see that this anger that was so violent, the Bible says, and the sun became a sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs. 
when it is shaken by a mighty wind. The Bible says the stars of heaven fell. May you make the demonic organization of the cosmic world to pay. May you punish them. I don't know how I can organize myself in order to speak more. There's too many things to say, but I'll try and touch on everything on the basis of my topic today. Revelation chapter 15. We're going to read verse 6. And out of the temple came the seven angels having the seven plagues clothed in pure bright linen and having their chests girded with golden bands. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. Hallelujah and hallelujah. He is alive forever and ever. The anger of God is still available today. If the angels have the grace of this anger of God, you too can receive it. And then one of the four living beings. The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no one was able to enter the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Chapter 16, verse 1. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go and pour out the bowls of the wrath of God on the earth. Hallelujah. The anger, woe by the anger of God. I want to read Revelation 16, verse 13 to verse 19. But I only read 18, 19 to And there were noises and thunderings and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such a mighty and great earthquake, as had not occurred since men were on the earth. Now the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Make the cities where you are to fall by the anger of the Lamb. The Bible says, who can stand before the anger of the Lamb? It is not New York City that will stand. It is not Johannesburg. It is not Los Angeles. It is not London. It is not Tokyo that will stand before this anger. No city can stand before the anger of the Lord God Almighty. The Bible says, and the cities fell, they will fall before those who have this great weapon. That is why I greeted you in the name of the supreme anger that was given to the land. It is time for anger against the powers of the enemy that are in the cities of the earth. They will fall and the cities will fall. When the Bible says he received the name above all names and at the, name, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name has bowed. People think that 
it just happens automatically. It means that he has the capacity to make all things to submit by his anger. We also need to make the great prostitute to pay by the anger of the land. When I read Revelations, I read, I saw everywhere the anger of God. Since he received that book in Revelations 5, which I call the book of the anger of God, then begins a flow of the anger of God against his enemies. And Babylon was remembered who made the blood of the witnesses of God to be shed. Read Revelations 18 verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repair double according to her works, in the cup which she has mixed, mixed double for her in the measure that she glorified herself, herself and lived gloriously in the same measure, give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I see the queen, and, I'm, and I and am no widow and will not see sorrow. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, famine. And she will be utterly burnt with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. Burn her, may you incinerate her. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning. In the, in, the Bible also says that these kings in Revelation 17 will fight against the Lamb, but the Lamb will defeat them. We can clearly see that the Lamb is at war. Even after the cross, he continues at war. And even against the great prostitute, he has used the, the weapon of the wrath against them. Revelations 19 verse 1. After these things, I heard a loud voice of great, a great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God, for true and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the great hallowed who corrupted the earth with a fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Again, they said, Hallelujah, her smoke rises up forever and ever. The lamp knows how to pay back the great prostitute. I want to go faster. The lamb knows how to pay back the beast that comes from the sea and the beast that comes from the earth. Nineteen verse fourteen to fifteen, and armies of heaven clothed in fine linen followed him on white horses. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations, and himself will rule them with a rod of iron, and himself trades the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. 
17, then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of heaven, come and gather together for the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses, and of those who sit on them, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, both more and great. And I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on, on the horse and against his army. Then the beast was captured and with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast, those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone, and the rest were killed with a sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse and all the birds were filled with their flesh. In Revelations, we see him paying back to all these evil systems. In Revelation chapter 20, verse 7 to 10. Now when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil deceived them, was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. This is the anger of the Lamb. Jesus received this anger in order to overcome these his enemies overcoming by the anger of the lamb we need to finish here jesus did not find pleasure to receive this gift of anger in order to pay back his enemies alone but he has shared this gift or grace of anger today i've read a lot for you to receive my approach acts chapter 2 verse 32 to 33 this jesus god has raised up of which we are all witnesses 33 therefore being exalted to the right hand of god and having received from the father the promise of the holy spirit he poured out this which you now see and hear the pentecost with tongues of fire was a sharing of the spirit of anger of the lamb hallelujah and hallelujah and jerusalem was going to fall to fall samaria was going to fall judea was going to fall and the cities of the nations fell because the disciples received they share or shared in the spirit of anger pentecost was not received for games but for war it is a spirit of war we need the king david generation who had received the spirit of anger from the men of god somewhere he was angry not against israel but against the enemies of israel he said to goliath he said who is this uncircumcised who insults the army of the living god and we, we need young people who are filled with the spirit of anger 
And this is a spirit of anger that cannot be exhausted that the Lamb received in order to finish all his enemies. In Revelation 6, the Lamb is crowned with anger against all the powers of the enemy. May you receive that and share in it and follow in his footsteps. Amazing grace to us. This song is fundamental for us. It is a grace, it is a grace to share in this anger of God. It is a grace to share in the grace of God. Amen and amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching. And I want to run where the angels have tried.